0: Attention fans, this is the the Devil's State State of Mind Mind Podcast. Podcast. Brought to you by the Hockey hockey Podcast Podcast Network. Network. Now here's here's your host, 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 Neil Neil Villapiano. Shout out to Seeky for sponsoring the Devil's State of Mind Podcast. I recently became a brand ambassador. For them. SeatGeek is a ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. They out a 0 to 10 score on each ticket to know if you're getting a good or bad deal. Green means good and red means bad. Plus, my listeners get $20 off their first ticket purchase with my promo code State OF MIND. Again, my promo code is State OF MIND. Click the link in our social medias on our link tree to download the app. And remember to use our promo code Devil State of Mind. Click the link in my profile slash description of anything that I have. I'll have it on all of my links. And once again, shout out to SeatGeek for being the official ticketing app of the Devil State of Mind podcast and what is going on devils fans it is as always your host your best friend your confidant your number one source neil piano, and welcome to another edition of the devil's state of mind podcast right here on the hockey podcast network as well as sports wire radio the best place to get everything you need to know about your new jersey devils as always guys i hope you are having a fantastic day wherever you are listening to this podcast episode And thank you guys, as always, for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. You already know, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. This episode's going to be a little bit more of a somber one, Um, and most of it is not going to necessarily be Devils-related, although there was a little bit of Devils news that I will share with you guys at the end of this episode, but... As you've seen from the title of this episode, we are going to focus squarely on the unfortunate passing of longtime Buffalo Sabres um, Hall of Fame announcer uh, Rick Generat, who unfortunately passed a few days ago, last Friday, actually, um, so a little bit less than a week ago um, from the time of this recording, he passed away. I didn't have a, t- I didn't have time to um, get this episode out on Monday. And uh, I know it's going to be a little bit later than you normally get here on Thursday, but I still appreciate you guys taking a moment to uh, check this episode out. And so, yeah, what we're going to do is obviously we're going to you know talk about the news and some of the quotes that I've seen so far um, talking about Generate. And then also what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys some of my favorite Generate Generatisms, as they call them, um, some of his famous calls. And, you know, the ones that obviously stick out to not just me, but to many hockey fans out there. Um, we're going to be doing that. And then lastly, we're going to be talking about a former devil that officially announced his retirement earlier um, this past week. So as always, guys, we have a bunch to get to here on the Devil State of Mind podcast. So let's not waste any more time and get rolling. A big shout out to our sponsors at Horns and Tail Napa Valley. Horns and Tail Napa Valley is the official wine club of the New Jersey Devils and a proud sponsor of the Devils State of Mind podcast, allowing them to bring together two passions, hockey and wine, in an exciting and memorable way. They offer premium, limited production Napa Valley wines. They also have gift options for Devils fans. Their wine club offers a wide range of gift options, including individual bottles curated gift sets and exclusive merchandise providing the perfect present for any occasion. Every bottle was created by the team with their winery to honor the history and celebrate the success of the team. Their winery has worked closely with the team to create wines that embody the spirit and achievements of the New Jersey devils, allowing fans to savor the memories and celebrate their team. Plus Every purchase helps support the Devils Youth Foundation. And if you want to get yourself a bottle of this delicious Devils wine, you go to to Horns and Tail Napa Valley. Use my promo code at checkout, Devil State, and you can get 10% off your purchases. So once again, shout out to Horns and Tail Napa Valley for being the official wine sponsor of the New Jersey Devils. And the Devil's State of Mind podcast. So let's just kind of jump right into it. It's it's never easy to kind of, you know, get into these subjects. Um, you know, we've had obviously, a, you know, we've had several episodes with things like this and, um, you know, this one's going to be no different than the other ones you've heard before. So again, last Friday, August 18th, the Hockey World lost a broadcasting icon. I don't think there's any other way you can describe him. When it was announced that legendary Buffalo Sabres play-by-play voice, Rick Generate, passed away at the age of 81 after an extended health battle. And yeah, it, it was reported that he was dealing with a couple of different things. I, I, I don't know exactly um, you know, what he was dealing with. I, I think that really doesn't matter, obviously. And uh, yeah, it was... Um, I think for some people, including myself, who didn't really know that he was dealing with things like that, to hear of his passing was certainly a shock and also sadness. Because if you are a you know diehard hockey fan, at some point in your life, you have heard or seen in some capacity Rick Jenner. I mean, he is the number one guy that put the Buffalo Sabres on the map and you know that it's going to be a difficult season ahead for the Buffalo fans and certainly the Buffalo Sabres organization. I'm sure they're going to do a lot of things to honor Rick Generate. They've already done several. They retired. They had a banner that they put up in the, um, in the rafters. I think also, if I'm not mistaken, his final call uh, was an overtime game-winning goal from Casey Middlestad. I think that was in 2021, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong about that, and I do apologize if I'm wrong about that. But nonetheless, I think kind of uh, kind of a fitting way for Rick Generate to kind of go out and um, you know end his broadcasting career on an exciting goal like that, because Rick Generate in many ways made not only hockey but Buffalo Sabres hockey truly exciting, and. I know for younger fans, it might be a little bit hard to believe considering what you've seen from the Sabres for the past decade plus, but the Sabres have had many phenomenal moments that they became the talk of the NHL world and they were very competitive for a long period of time. You can go all the way back to the late, to the late sixties, early seventies when they actually did get to a Stanley Cup final. And this was still relatively early in their existence and. They've had many great players, several Hall of Fame players go through their organization, but nobody is bigger in Buffalo Sabres history than Rick Generate. I mean, there, there is nobody bigger. When you think of Hall of Famers and you think of, you know, guys that stand out, i I can guarantee you, three-quarters of Buffalo Sabres fans, the first person, real player or you know, GM or anything like that, are going to tell you Rick Generate because he was just that good. He was that phenomenal. And, you know, us as Devils fans can relate because of obviously the, the mastery that was that was uh, brought on by Mike Doc Emmerich, um, which, by the way, he also, he was on, uh, I think, the Sabres podcast uh, recently and talked about his relationship with Generate, and it was great, and I highly recommend you go check that out. Lindy Ruff also, I think, was on. um, that same episode as well, talking about Generate. And obviously Lindy Ruff has a very strong relationship with him, considering how long um, Lindy Ruff coached in Buffalo. But yeah, he was in many ways, Generate, you know, the Buffalo Sabres. And I think that it's really important to kind of give you guys more detail and understanding from a different team, you know, for, for us, listening to another team's perspective on what made Rick Generate so great. Um, here was a quote from the Generate family when it, when they first announced his passing. They said, quote, it is with extreme sadness that we announce the passing of our beloved husband, father, grandfather, and brother, Rick Generate, Hall of Fame broadcaster for the Buffalo Sabres. Um, they also said, quote, Rick died on August seventeenth, so it wasn't announced till the day after, August 17, 2023, with his family by his side after a two-year battle with multi organ failures. He will be loved forever, end quote. So it's obviously very, very unfortunate um for Generate and his entire family that he had to go through that. You know, I think for a lot of us, we really hope in our lives, that when it is our time to move on from this world, that we can go out peacefully. And there are people out there who are very fortunate that get to live uh, a long life and get to go out more or less on their terms. Um, but unfortunately, there are a lot more people out there for many different reasons at many different ages that don't get that opportunity. And it's sad to see that, you know, He was in pain and obviously not doing well at the time uh, that he was about to pass, but obviously now he no longer has to suffer. And I think that that's one of the things the family can kind of um, hold on to. And so, you know, right up front, my thoughts and prayers go out to the Generate family on the loss of just an absolutely phenomenal broadcaster and also a phenomenal, phenomenal person. Um, To kind of give you a little bit more background in case you don't know, you know, uh, a lot about Rick regenerate. he actually was a broadcaster for 51 years 51 years. That is remarkable. and especially with you know the de- you know this day and age in broadcasting and you know how cutthroat it is. and yes, he was part of a different era of broadcasting for him to keep a job in that in that uh, capacity for a little over a um, little over half a century. I think is just tremendous. It really is. Um, Generate began his broadcasting career during the 1971, 72 season. So still fairly early in the uh, existence of the Buffalo Sabres. He was their radio broadcaster. And then he made the switch to television uh, later on in 1995. And then he officially retired last year in 2022. Um, so, yeah, it's it's interesting to think that Generate spent a good amount, you know, well over two decades um, behind a mic and, and, you know, you didn't see him very often. But then in 95 and that was when the Sabres, you know, really, really started to uh, become one of the more. Um, I don't want to say dominant, but one of the more exciting teams. And that was during also, again, Lindy Ruff's uh, time in Buffalo as well, uh, when they were one of the more competitive teams in the Eastern Conference. And Rick Jenner did a phenomenal job in many ways, uh, making uh, the Sabres games even more exciting than what you just saw on the ice. Um, Generate, uh, was inducted into the Sabres Hall of Fame back in 2011. And then the following year in 2012, he was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. He also, like I mentioned before, had his, uh, had a banner raised, which says RJ, and you can see it at the Key Bank Center, uh, in Buffalo. Uh, he had that race to the Raptors last April, 2022. So I'm glad that Generate was able to be alive to experience all of that before he uh, he passed away, but again, Rick Jenner was phenomenal in what he did. He was one of those guys that just knew how to make the game exciting for listeners and viewers and things like that, and you know that you are a great broadcaster when you have uh, quotes and calls that you've made that last a lifetime, that last beyond, obviously, Um, you know, his lifetime and I'm going to kind of go through some of them. I wish that I had, uh, the legal rights to just kind of put, um, the recordings of each of these calls into this episode because I feel like I, I'm not, obviously I'm not going to call it. I just think that it's not going to do it justice, but I want, you know, I wish I could show you guys. Um, I'm going to try if I can. On, like, Twitter, I think. I'm gonna to try to share some of uh, some of those calls that I, I'm gonna mention right now, just so that you guys get a better understanding of truly just like how phenomenal um, Rick Generate was. The first one that comes to mind is uh, La, 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 La La Fontaine, which involves around uh, Sabres uh, forward Pat La Fontaine. And it was used basically any time that La Fontaine would score a goal in the 90s while he was in upstate New York. So, yeah, that was something that kind of Generate said it kind of just came out of nowhere. You know, it wasn't something, um, you know, prepared, but it was something he like he just felt it in that moment to say that and it kind of worked out. And, uh, you know, to have your own personal call for when you score goals, I'm sure, meant a lot to, uh, Pat LaFontaine. So yeah, uh, la, 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 la LaFontaine is the first one. The next one, uh, involves the dominator, Dominic Hasek. Uh, the quote is we are not worthy. And this came from a save that Dominic Hasek made in the 1998 conference, Eastern conference quarterfinal against the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, this moment happened when this series was in Buffalo. Hasek, uh, he was out of position, but he dove back in front of the net and managed to make what many consider to be a jaw-dropping save um, after he dropped his stick on a shot from Trent Klatt. Um, so, you know, Flyers player makes a pass to Trent Clatt, and you think, okay, it's an easy goal, it's a wide-open net, and somehow, some way. Dominic Hasek was able to dive over and make that save. And just like moments after that, when they had like a stoppage in play, you just heard Rich and say, we are not worthy. basically saying, we are not worthy of this man's talent. And I mean, Dominic Hasek is going to go down as one of the greatest goaltenders of all time. There's no question about it. And that save was just one of many phenomenal plays that Hasek made, not just in his time in Buffalo, but also in his entire NHL career. So we are not worthy is uh, the next call. Now, this one actually does involve the New Jersey Devils. And I could not, you know, put this in. I I had to. I had to put this in. And the quote is, well, at least part of it is back to the Meadowlands. And so this comes from game six of the 1994 Eastern Conference Finals against the New Jersey Devils. And this game was scoreless all the way until early in a fourth overtime period. This this was one of the longest games in the modern NHL. This was long. And remember, this was Martin Breder's like kind of like rookie year. You know, and, and if you remember, if you had the chance to, to see it, you know, the Devils you knew would go on to game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals against the Rangers before their season came to an end. But this was way earlier in the playoffs. Dave Hannon picked up a pass from Jason Daw in front of the net and roofed it backhand over a sprawling Martin Brodeur. And even back then, Brodeur, you know, having his legs up in the air, he almost was able to make that save regardless. But it ended up in the back of the net, and the Sabres ultimately won the game, won nothing, to force a Game 7 back in New Jersey. Um, And the moment was layered as not only had the Sabres emerge victorious in one of the greatest battles in NHL history, but like I said, it forced a game seven. Hasek had a phenomenal 70-save shutout. 70 saves. Phenomenal. And uh, it remains an NHL record. And Marty Brodeur uh, stopped 59 of the 60 shots he faced. So clearly these two were going back and forth until finally, finally, uh, Dave Hannon was able to uh, send the series send that game um, to the end and obviously send the series back to uh, New Jersey for one more game and the famous quote goes like this quote this series is going back to where Jimmy Hoffa is back to the Meadowlands in New Jersey end quote and I just thought that's really funny I just think it's really funny um, obviously I'm sure Rick regenerate, has been to New Jersey numerous times. I mean, he worked for many years in upstate New York. It's not that far away, but this was back in the old Meadowlands days. And uh, I think that's really funny. It made me laugh when I first heard it. It made me laugh. And obviously it's it's in a situation where the Devils ultimately lost. But again, they ended up winning that series and going all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. But still, it's like, it's just still a phenomenal call. It really, really is. Um, the next one, is probably one of his most famous uh, consistent calls, and it's top shelf where mama hides the cookies. Now, the first time I ever heard this call, I was very young. This was when Ryan O'Reilly was still on the Buffalo Sabres. So this was a while ago, and he scored a goal against the Devils. I'm sorry I have to bring up, you you know, not great Devils memories, but he scored a goal. He went top shelf. And I heard Rick Shitteridge say, top shelf where mama hides the cookies. And myself and my dad who were watching the game, we thought that was the funniest thing we had heard uh, in hockey. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, one of the th- quotes that I say is uh, when in doubt go top shelf because, you know, a lot of the time goaltenders gloves or, or blocker uh, stick side is not the greatest and you know top shelf is still a very hard shot to uh to beat but when you really think about what Rick Jenner was saying top shelf where mama hides the cookies um you know he's it's kind of referring to like it's a hard place to reach and that was the case in that situation he said it quite often when someone would score um anytime someone would score top shelf especially for the Buffalo Sabres so yeah that was definitely one and then second to last one is My all time favorite, and I don't know why it is, but like it was great. Uh, it comes in game seven of the 1997 Eastern Conference quarterfinals against the Ottawa Senators, and this was big because Derek Plant scored the game winning goal in game seven of that series to have the Sabres move on to the second round. Uh, and here was the thing the, the uh, Sabres next opponent in round two was the Philadelphia Flyers who had the uh, famous Legion of Boom. You know, they had that tremendous amount of guys like um, Leclaire and Eric Lindros and guys like that. And even a young Rob Brindamore, if you can believe that people forget that Rob Brindamore first started with the um, Philadelphia Flyers. I, I even was surprised when I found that out, but Derek Plante scored that goal And it kind of went silent for a while over the broadcast because I'm sure Jenner wanted the fans who are listening and watching to kind of just take in the noise because this game was in Buffalo and everybody was going nuts. And then finally, he says, are you ready, Legion of Doom? Here come the Buffalo Sabres. And I don't know why, but that one got me like fired up. It also made me laugh because it was just such a good call. So, and I had said this last week, on our THPN Metro Division kind of uh, roundtable, I said because we talked a little bit about Rick Generat that um, that that was my favorite uh, Rick call. So yeah, are you ready, Legion of Doom? Here come the Buffalo Sabers, and the last one, and without question, the most famous Rick generate call of all time. There will never be one that's more famous than this. Mayday, Mayday. And a lot of you already know about this one, but I'll give you some context regardless if you don't know. This came after Brad May's game-winning goal in overtime of Game 4 of the 1993 Eastern Conference Division Semifinals against the pretty favored Boston Bruins. And not only did the Sabres win that series, they ended up sweeping them, which was phenomenal. And this came roughly five minutes into the first overtime, and Pat LaFontaine got a breakout pass from defenseman Doug Bodger and was tripped, but managed to still get the puck over to Brad May, and May, who was only 21 at the time, he had not scored a goal in over a month. He had not scored in over a month, and he was able to get himself in a position to score, had Ray Bork, Hall of Fame defenseman, and perhaps maybe one of, if not the greatest defenseman of all time, standing between himself and the net. But to the surprise of Jenner and everyone watching, May was able to deke out the Hall of Famer and put the game winner past the sprawling Andy Moog to end that game, end the series, and have the Sabres move on to the next round. It is an iconic call. Just look up May Day. And I guarantee you that you'll find it right away. And even before the goal happened, you know, Rick Generate, you could tell, and this happened a lot, where he would build you up because in even his mind, he was able to somehow figure out that hey, something big might happen here. And that's exactly what it was. And he said, you know, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. He he said it several times. As may, as um, as uh Brad Mays getting mobbed by his teammates. And uh, it was an iconic goal in Sabres history and an iconic call in Sabres history. It was absolutely phenomenal. So those are a handful of Rick Generate's, you know, most famous calls. And obviously, I was not going to be able to do it justice in terms of calling it myself. But that again is another, uh, uh, you know, just another way to show you guys, you know, just how big Rick Jenner was, not just for the Sabres, but for the hockey world. And so it's a very obviously sad last almost week now uh, since we learned of his passing. But as always, you know, he, he will never be forgotten. And obviously these calls kind of explain it. And there's so many people out there who have Rick Jenner stories. Many people have had the chance to meet him. I've heard nothing but phenomenal things. He was just a tremendous person and not just a tremendous broadcaster. And uh, yeah, he will, uh, He will sorely be missed by the entire hockey world. So again, Hall of Fame and legendary Sabres broadcaster Rick Generate passed away back on August 17th of 2023 at the age of 81 after an extended health battle uh, um, that he was dealing with. So may he rest in peace, Rick Generate. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Hockey Podcast Network. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800 327 5050 or visit gambling helpline org. In New York, call 877 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y to 467 369. In Kansas, call 81800 522 4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issu- issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50, 10 plus like required for $1. 100% boost. Eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.com draftkings.com slash baseball terms. So obviously, it's a little, you know, anytime you talk about something, you know, sad or anything like that, it, it's kind of hard to kind of shift to another topic. But there really hasn't been a whole lot to talk about in terms of Devil's World. But we did get some news earlier this week. uh, And we found out that and this happened on Monday. That former Devils goaltender Jonathan Bernier has officially retired from the National Hockey League after 14 seasons. Now, from us, from the Devils' perspective, we knew that it was only a matter of time. I, I think you knew, especially that it has been so long since Bernier played a game. Uh, not you know, not just for the Devils, but in the NHL, uh, that it probably was going to be the be- for the best for him. Uh, to retire, and for the fact that he played almost a decade and a half in the NHL as a goaltender, I think it's phenomenal. I think it really is phenomenal that he was able to be in the NHL that long. In 404 total games, Bernier posted a 363, 165, and 40 record. So it's a pretty solid record, if you ask me. It really is. Um, you know, he won well over 100 plus more games than he lost if you combined. Uh, the 165 and 40. He also finished with a career save percentage of 0.912 and a goals against average of 2.78. So all very, very respectful, uh, respectable numbers. Um, the, The biggest thing for Jonathan Bernier was that he was the backup goaltender to Jonathan Quick in 2012 when they, unfortunately beat the New Jersey Devils in six games in the 2012 Stanley Cup Finals. So Jonathan Bernier will forever have his name on the Stanley Cup. I'm sure that's a big accomplishment in his career. Um, when you look at it from the Devils perspective, he was signed uh, in the 2021 offseason. This was again, as the Devils were continuing to try to find answers uh, between the pipes, knowing obviously what was, you know, the struggles that Mackenzie Blackwood was having and, some of the other guys that we were having at that time. And when the Devils signed him, it was a pretty it wasn't like an overly exciting thing, but it was one of those situations where he felt, okay, we got a solid veteran goaltender in here that can help, you know, this team kind of take those next steps and really be, you know, solid. And he actually ended up starting the year as our starting netminder while Blackwood was still I think dealing with an injury or a uh, surgery. And Unfortunately, he ended up sustaining a pretty severe hip injury in December of 2021 and I remember it was a game against the Bruins. It was right before that, uh he ended up having surgery and that was when it was announced that it was a hip injury. Um and then he actually ended up re-injuring himself in a different injury during his rehab uh during the 2022 training camp so prior to this um prior to the next year. So like that was kind of the thing. Like, we did not know if we were ever going to see Jonathan Bernier again. Every once in a while, someone would ask, you know, Ryan Novozinski or Christy Flannery or anybody that may have had information, just about, you know, where was Jonathan Bernier? And according to what we we had, there he was definitely with the team. He was traveling with the team. He was practicing in in many uh, in many practices. And there was a little bit of a thought that maybe later, late in the season Bernier would get a chance to come back, maybe play a game or two uh, once we had some other things locked up. Obviously, that, that wasn't going to happen. He never did play in a game uh last year, um, didn't play in the playoffs, obviously. And uh yeah, so the last time that anybody saw Jonathan Bernier play a game in the NHL was in late November, December time frame of 2020. One. And so it was unfortunate for Jonathan Bernie that his career came to an end due to injury. But nonetheless, he had a very, very respectful, um, relatively long NHL career. Uh in just 10 games in New Jersey, and he started in eight of them. Bernier posted a four-four and one record, a three point zero six goals against average and a point nine oh two save percentage. And I actually do remember the game that basically was how we found out he got hurt. It was a blowout loss in Winnipeg against the Jets. We got blown out. Uh, Bernier was awful. And I don't know if it was in that game specifically, but that game was unfortunately kind of the beginning of the end for Jonathan Bernier's career. We didn't see him afterwards. And that was kind of when we started to have those seven goaltenders trying to get through. A difficult season that 21 22 campaign was. Um, and like I said, it, it's just unfortunate that his career came to an end as it did. I know a lot of people already are like, who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, he didn't do much here in New Jersey. But nonetheless, I felt like it was um, fair to give him uh, his due. His biggest kind of um, job I would say like in terms of like games and stuff was when he was in Toronto I know a lot of people were very critical of him especially with you know uh, you know James Reimer still there at the time but nonetheless I think for Bernier to kind of go around the league play nearly a decade and a half um, win a Stanley Cup win well over 300 games and play just over 400 games in the NHL I think is a th- all these are tremendous accomplishments that anybody would look at and say yeah I think you had a very successful NHL career. And I think that Bernier would probably agree with that. And now he gets the chance to take the next step in his career, in his life, and now spend a lot more time with his family and friends and, you know, enjoy retirement. So congratulations on a well-deserved retirement for former Devils goaltender, Jonathan Bernier. Devils fans, even if you're not going on vacation, summer's all about a vacation state of mind. Whether I want to listen to Coldplay, One Republic, or many others on repeat, or just need to retreat inside my own head for a bit, I love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. There's so much going on all summer. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people, or stay calm with some guided meditation. And... A lot of things I like listening to on my Raycon earbuds are podcasts. I love podcasts. Uh, Definitely listen to music when I'm at the gym. And also when, you know, I'm taking walks outside and just getting an opportunity to uh, really just get some fresh air as well. Let me tell you right now. Raycons are the best way to listen. Use earbud, tap functions to toggle between three customizable sound profiles, noise isolation, and awareness mode. Raycon also have a 32-hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime, so you look, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really, really long time. They come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit. They started at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 30-day happiness guarantee so you really can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now, Devils fans. Listen, and you can get... 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash THPN. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash THPN.